my groups are usually plant onions, sukuma, traditional veggies, beans, maize, but maize is rare because it takes a lot of time to, to eat, it, to mature. It takes six months. So I usually do plant things which take three months, then we eat. Felicitas Chopote and her husband Wilfred have four children and are both teachers. To help feed her family and earn a bit of extra income, Felicitas has been growing her own crops. Yeah, also, these beans, they mature fa fast. Uh, it's rich in iron and zinc, which are good for mothers and children. Because when we, as mothers, we conceive, and when we are, when our body is healthy, Obvious, the baby, when we give birth, the baby will be held. Some of her friends taught Felicitas about biofortification and gave her some seeds. She reports that the biofortified, iron-rich beans she now grows have had a higher yield, are weather-resistant, pest-resistant, and less acidic than regular beans. I'm Abena Thomas, a public health specialist, and I'm the host of In Progress, a New World Vision Canada podcast. It's a show that connects people's stories of development from around the world with stories rooted here in Canada. The 1000 Day Journey has partnered with Harvest Plus International, a global organization that helps us provide biofortified seeds rich in vitamins and minerals to farmers in the communities where we work at no cost to the farmers. If community farmers are producing crops full of iron, vitamin A, or zinc, then moms and babies will have better access to essential nutrients for their health and well-being. We caught up with Mark Zambungi, the Deputy Director of Harvest Plus Africa and expert on biofortification. Well, biofortification is actually a science of uh, infusing um, my, essential micronutrients into the food crops, the staple food crops that we eat every day to make them more nutritious and support human uh, health. When people consume food, but it's not actually meeting their vitamin and mineral requirements, it's called hidden hunger. Hidden because most people affected by it do not show any visible signs or symptoms associated with hunger and malnutrition. That's because the vitamin A found in this bright orange vegetable supports healthy eyesight and immune systems. Children who are deficient in vitamin A face increased risk of blindness and death from infections such as measles and diarrhea. Zinc helps to decrease diarrhea and respiratory infections, which are some of the leading causes of death among children under 5 around the world. This is where biofortification comes in. It looks like the normal breeding, uh, which is called conventional breeding, where scientists uh, gather different genotypes and then they breed for the specific uh, 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 nutrients, uh, particularly vitamin A, zinc, and iron, into the staple food crops, which are mostly starch-based or carbohydrate-based. So they make the carbohydrate starch uh, staple food crops much richer in terms of the micro, essential micronutrients. It is estimated that 2 billion people worldwide are anemic. And according to the World Health Organization, roughly half of all anemia can be attributed to iron deficiency. The negative impacts of iron deficiency are especially concerning for women of reproductive age. Iron deficiency anemia increases the risk of maternal mortality, premature birth, as well as low birth weight. So the mom in that condition benefits a lot uh, from, from be not becoming anemic. 
the baby also is protected and so their hemoglobin levels go up and they're also protected from being anemic as uh, newly born children, especially in the first 1,000 days. These biofortified uh, crops have found their way into industries to be processed, meaning those vulnerable families beyond satisfying their food requirements, they are also able to make commerce by selling these products. Even industries become very cautious now. Instead of using um, chemical fortification, they are preferring to use the naturally fortified product, which is biofortification. So it's natural, it's not uh, uh, chemically infused. Very few countries where World Vision works allow genetically modified foods, which means that all of the biofortified crops we work with are naturally enhanced and use traditional non-GMO plant breeding techniques. To be clear, these are not GMOs. It's bred out of uh, conventional breeding, so it's not GMO. So it's a technology that uh, the whole agricultural sector now is embracing. It is uh, implemented in Asia, Africa, Latin America. In Canada, nutritious food is available when our body needs it, and fast food is available when we're craving it. But does everyone have the same access to food? Local farms like Black Creek Community Farm are working to ensure that urban and low-income communities in Canada also have access to diverse and nutritious food. Here's Letitia Dewu, director at Black Creek Community Farm. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, great. Can you tell me a little bit, Letitia, of what is a community farm? What do you do here? Uh, so uh, the Black Creek Community Farm mm -hmm. is uh, an urban agriculture project mm -hmm. situated in the heart of Jane and Finch. Jane and Finch community faces multiple systemic issues, uh, food security being one of the, the main um, um, issues that the community uh, face. So what makes us a community farm is one, not just, um, you know, hiring uh, a few locals that are just frontline staff, but really making sure that uh, community members are part and parcel in terms of the strategic vision of the farm as well and can really uh, sort of um, um, make this farm their own okay. and sort of detect in terms of the direction that this farm needs to go in terms of addressing food insecurity within the community. We're talking a lot about international development and learning what, what are the issues in the field and actually also learning about issues here in Canada. Food security is something that the Thousand Day Journey Project works on in Bangladesh, Myanmar, Tanzania, but I really would be interested to hear from you, what does food security look like here in the GTA, in the Black Creek community? Mm -hmm. So um, in, in our community, for an instance, the Jane and Finch community pays about 7% more. This was a hard and stroke study back in, I think, 2009, mm. that found that the community pays about 7% more for fresh produce, including milk, in comparison to other neighborhoods in the city. Wow. Now we're talking about uh, the community uh, that has the lowest equity score in the whole city of Toronto. Mm -hmm. And I think Toronto is seen as one of the leading uh, cities, right? right. Uh, municipalities around the world um, in terms of, of, of money mm -hmm. and richness, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then to have something like this uh, within uh, uh, sort of this community is, is something that um, so when we talk about food security, it's sort of that's what that looks like for us in our community. And also um, for the fact that when you go to uh, the intersection of Jane and Finch, you will see that we have fast food restaurants right. um, literally at every corner. Right. 
Um, and when you go into our grocery stores, you see what is being marketed to people living in low income communities is the cheap uh, food that is really unhealthy. Right. Um, that has our community has like high rates of diabetes, right. high rates of uh, uh, bl blood pressure, mm -hmm. high rates of cholesterol. Mm -hmm. And our community is also the same community that's bombarded with pretty much junk food. Right. Who is getting the food and who isn't? Right. Um, and then if you are even getting some food, what type of food are you getting and how does that impact your overall health? Right. So in the farm's mission statement, it speaks to diverse natural ecosystems. What does that look like? What does that mean? So, uh, so of course, you know, uh, creating sort of natural uh, diverse ecosystems in our soil, in the variety of vegetables and, and fruits that we're growing in our community, but also harnessing that, um, not, uh, that social ecosystem that we have in our community mm -hmm. and in the ways that uh, can really create a rich and vibrant community. Wow. So sort of bringing those two together to create that natural uh, uh, ecosystem um, um, for the farm and, and for, for the, the community. A community's environmental and social ecosystem plays an important role in addressing hidden hunger. The ideal solution would be for everyone to eat fruits, vegetables, and proteins that provide the right vitamins and minerals necessary for health and well-being. But there are many barriers to making this possible. In Canada, community farms have been integral to promoting food diversity and trying to remove these barriers to nutritious diets. Unfortunately, there are still many vulnerable communities around the world who do not have access or cannot afford nourishing foods. Biofortification is part of the solution. More than 50 million people in developing countries are now growing and eating these healthier and cost-effective foods. Thanks for listening. In Progress is a podcast by World Vision Canada, funded by Global Affairs Canada, and featuring stories from all around the world. I'm your host, Abena Thomas. Thanks for listening.